Glock Talk Radio. in the house. How y'all doing out there this wonderful afternoon? Hope everybody's having a great day and your weekend was wonderful. Hey man, we got a great show planned for you today and uh, I cannot wait to get started. I tell you, because we got some things we need to talk about. There's some things going on in this country right now that we need to fix, man, because it's getting raggedy out there. It really is. Not only raggedy, but Dirty and downright just, ugh. But you know what? We're going to square this away today. Like I said, we got a great show planned for you. We're going to talk a little bit about the Minnesota um, representative, uh, Representative Omar, and how everybody's turning against her on some things that were her comments were taken out of context. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we got to finish our conversation about Candace Owens, man, because that chick there, oh, my goodness. I know I said chick, so what? But anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. First, I want to say welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, and uh, my co-host, Pete Ross, will be here shortly. Uh, but before we get in, go any further, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. The easiest way is just to call in at 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. You can always email me at ericletsletstalk at gmail.com. And our chat room is open at www.blogblogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay, so those are all the ways you can uh, be a part of the show and contact me as well during the show. After the show, just send me an email. And for those that have other means of, uh, of communicating with me, you can go ahead and do that as well. Okay, so with all that being said, we do have a song of the day for you. And... Uh, I don't know about the Black History moment. I kind of slipped on that one. Hopefully my, my co-host can come up with something. If not, well, you know, we'll just keep it moving. <laughs> uh, we'll just keep it moving. 
but it's not a, y'all know, you are black history. You're walking history booking yourself. Your elders are walking history. So if we don't have one for you, go and talk to your elders. They, they'd be more than happy to pass some in, information on to you, some stories and things of that nature. Only thing you have to do is ask. That's it. That's all you have to do is ask. All right? So <laughs> other than that, let me go ahead and bring the logical one in, the one that keeps me in line, because y'all know me, I get to singing and saying some things that's really going to make some people mad, which I probably say today anyway, but you know what, it'd be okay, you will be okay, because this show here is meant to have a conversation, this show here is meant to get you to thinking, you know, get you away from that traditional, rudimentary uh, way of thinking that you have been programmed and conditioned to feel all your life, from grade school all the way up to, uh, from grade school all the way to adulthood. And now is the time to change that type of thinking because that's the only way uh, we're going to change some things in this country. You know what I mean? So, yeah, get ready because this is about to happen. Oh, yeah, it's about to happen. But anyway, as I was about to say, <laughs> I digress. Y'all see how I roll sometimes I get carried away. But anyway, back to bringing this person in right here, my co-host, the one, the only, P. Ross in the house. P., what's going on? How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. All right, so what you think about the show today? Are you ready to get it on today? Yeah, we're ready to talk. We're ready to talk about some stuff. Oh, okay. All right. What, what, the, what, what, what is going on? All that noise going on back there, like you in the construction area. I just passed this construction area, but I told you I, when I called in, I'm going to be in the car. I'm, I'm working. I'm working, man. Man, woman with many, <laughs> many hats. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? I, I can't even argue with that. That that makes sense to me. Somebody's got to do it. Ah, yeah. But it's okay. We're going to make it happen. All right. So. Either way, with that being said, uh, we're going to go and knock the song of the day out for you so we can get into our conversation because I have a lot to say. T has a lot to say. And hopefully you, the listener, the caller, has a lot to say as well because we do strongly invite and encourage you to share your points of view on, on some of the topics that, uh, this, uh, that we're discussing today. All right? So without further ado, here's your song of the day, Mr. Maurice White and Stand By Me. Hey, enjoy it, man, because I will. Thank you. 
All right, the first one was Maurice White and Stand By Me. And the regular listeners know the second one was Babyface. We got love. Hey, that song always should make you feel better. I tell you, if you just listen to the words and then get into the rhythm and the music, oh, man, you'd be feeling good because your head be bobbing, your feet be moving, and you'd be dancing in your chairs if you're at work, and people be walking by like, what's wrong with you? Hey, I'm hearing some good music. <laughs> anyway, those were your songs of the day. I hope you enjoyed them. And uh, I did. <laughs> That's right, I did. Anyway, anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House, and my co-host, P. Ross, is right here riding with me, shotgun today. And as I mentioned before, we have an outstanding show planned for your day. Outstanding and interesting, to say the least. Now, if you want to be a part of the show, all you have to do is give me a call at 347-838-8622. You can email me at Eric, let's L-A-T-S talk at gmail.com. And don't forget our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Now, if you should happen to enter the chat room and you want to leave, uh, do some commenting in the chat room, you have to come in with a username. You don't have to pay for it. Just create one, and you'll be able to comment and um, see what's going on in the chat room. Now, if you just want to come in just to see what's going on in the chat room, you just come in as a guest and... Hey, can you watch what's happening in the chat room, okay? So that's it. That's all you need to know. And it's time for us to get going. Yeah, I was trying to make it rhyme, but go didn't go with the rest of what I was saying. So I just started going. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I be tripping sometimes, but it's okay. It's a good type of trip. That's why I got P. Ross here to keep me grounded and, and, and keep me going in the right direction. For the most part, anyway. She just keeps me from singing, y'all. That's really what she does, because y'all know I get to singing sometimes. It'll be, oh, yeah, because I like to sing. And I don't care what y'all think about it either. <laughs> All right. So if you want to um, shoot my co-host an email, I forgot about that, but let me go on and give it to you. It's p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. All right. Once again, that's p.leona. L-E-O-N-A dot Ross 24 at gmail.com. So if you just want to bypass me and just send it to my co-host, you can do that as well. Yeah, I'm cool with that. No problem. But either way, we'll both get back with you because we, we try and do that, okay? All right. That's to include if you have any suggestions for any topics that you want to hear here on the show or you know, just something you want us to check out for you, we'll, we'll do all of the above, okay? So there. Did I miss anything, P? Uh, nope, that's about it. All right. Well, since that's about it, it's time to get started. Yeah, we don't have a um, black history moment for you right now, but you know what? It's okay. It's all right. We, we'll do better next time. <laughs> we will do better next time because you know what? We're only human, right? I should have played that song, but no. Anyway. Anyway, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. All right, so let's talk about some things, man. Uh, Steve, what you want to talk about first, Candace or Omar? Which one you want to talk about first? No, it doesn't matter. Whichever one you feel, you, you feel. Well, didn't you start Candace last week, so let's go on and finish up on her. Well, Candace, all right, let's talk about Candace. Y'all know what? Candace Owens. 
it's this black female that started a podcast on YouTube because she was she was bullied and all that she was confused. So now she's prospered up, and nobody really heard of Candace Owens until she got with um what's that boy name the Universe boy um 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 Kanye West. Kanye. Kanye. West? Yeah. Y'all remember when Kanye West was on um, TMZ talking about the universe told him some stuff and all that good stuff? Well, yeah, that's what first when a lot of people finally heard of um, Candace Owens. And at that time, Candace Owens was Kanye's handler, you know, for, for the conservatives. You know, fortunately, Kanye got, got his mind together and um, Kanye got his mind together and realized he was being used uh, and, and back the way that he's he getting out of this politics thing. He just want to make music, but then again, he's gone and created his own quote unquote church, which is interesting in itself. But anyway, <laughs> Candace Owens, she is now the spokesperson, uh, the black spokesperson for the conservative party, and she is on a campaign, on a campaign to change the minds of Black America as far as the Republican Party and the way they think and vote. Now, here's the interesting thing about Miss Owens. Miss Owens, okay, uh, uh, she's not only trying to change the way you think, but she's not going after the older generation. She's doing something that has been done many, many years. Even when the missionaries went over to Africa, you know, to, to spread Christianity, they didn't go after the old established individuals. They went after the young people. Okay? Now, and that is the, the strategy that's being used. She's trying to affect the young minds of, of the black community, the Latino community. But y'all know I'm talking black community right now. But anyway, she's trying to affect the minds as far as how they feel about the, the, the Republican Party. Now, as I mentioned before last week, some of the things I halfway agree, and, and a lot of it I do not agree with. Now, and for those that are constant and, and listeners of this show, y'all know how I feel about being labeled a Democrat, Republican, and, and, and maintaining the status quo as far as how you vote. All right? And I'm not with that. My theory is you vote for the best person. You know, get away from the traditional I am a Democrat Get, get away from, from uh, uh, my parents did it, my great-great-parents did it, and that's where we're going to go. No, that's not the way you should be doing this thing now. That's not the way you should be doing this, okay? Now, however, we all know that the Republican Party, now, and I usually don't get into this deep into the, the different parties, but I, I guess I'm going to have to right now. The Republican Party, we know, basically has have given up on the black, uh, the, the the average black voter, okay? Because they feel like, look, we're not gonna get it, and it, that's a logical thought process. It really is because of the tradition that most blacks vote Democrat, contrary to what some some people believe. All right. Now, this is not to say that there are not some black Republicans. That is not what I'm saying. However, they are far and in between. All right, hold on. Let, let me do this real fast. All right, so they are far in between. <laughs> so, um, with that being said, so Miss Miss Owens, that that is her 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 thing now. Uh, but here's the catch to it, though. Here's the catch to it: 
is not only they are not only trying to do that here in the United States, but they're overseas trying to get England, trying to get France, and all that to go just a little bit further than what people realize. Because what most of us thought was just a political movement here in the United States to 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 change the way people think, they're trying to do the same thing in England, Germany, countries across across the waters. So now, with that being said, Miss Owens has made some very interesting uh, statements. I think I got a clip of her saying some things as well. You know, she 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 was talking a little bit on nationalism. Now, y'all know me. When somebody come out and say somebody said this and everybody's in the uproar, I have to go and look at the video because what I have to figure out is how was this thing said? In what context was it said? Because a lot of people get up and, and just go by what people uh, tell them without really researching or investigating uh, um, the, the, the instance um, or the comments that were made. And the same thing with Candace Owens. You know, a lot of people did that as well. There's all kind of news articles, you know, saying that she lied. And it, it's a product. It's a product of, I'm going to say prejudice, bias, uh, just closed-mindedness. It is. It is. Let's go back to an old saying. A broken clock is right twice a day, which means it can't be wrong all the time. And in this instance, uh, she's not really wrong all the time. It's just her delivery and the closed-minded of uh, of close closed-mindedness of the people in this country and in our community. Okay, uh, and that is something that is being battled. And, and you have to you have to also realize that. There is time for change. There is time for change. And I, I'm going to really, 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 really try and explain this to you in both these, these first um, pieces of topics I'm, I'm going to talk about here. Because, once again, we, we are really witnessing a, a, a interesting phenomenon that is going on in this country. Okay? And this country is becoming more divisive, more, uh, 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 oh, man, it's becoming horrible. Now, I know some of y'all that say, well, there's always Mr. Talking. This has always been divisive. There ain't nothing new. Da, da, da. You're right. You're right. There's nothing new about it. Somewhat. Somewhat. But you know what the, what the real problem is? There's too many people out there that's closed-minded. Too many people out there that just refuse to open them and say, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. You know, Remember, there was those out there that thought uh, Malcolm X, he was a radical. They thought uh, Martin Luther King, he was a radical. Not even even in other communities, in, in the own black community, there were some that thought that. Dr. Vernon John, who had the church before Martin Luther King, he advocated the same thing Martin Luther King did while he was the pastor of the church. And you know what the upperly black folk did in that church? Oh, no, we can't have him. He's too radical. See, this is where tradition and things like that get us in trouble. It keeps us from moving forward. 
but I digress. Let me get on back to um <laughs> what I was talking about. <laughs> I told you I, I get going and uh oh Lord. Anyway, so here's one of the things that she wanted she said and um and I, I kinda sorta agree with. She said we're hearing terms like white nationalism sent around today because what they want to say is that brown people want to be scared which seems to be the narrative that we hear every four years ahead of a presidential election. Now, with this statement right here, that's true. That's true. And once again, for the regular listeners of this show and for the new listeners, my theory is this. Every four years or every time there's an election, the black community begins to get pimped out. And, yes, I'm going to tell you like it is, get pimped out because you start letting these folks come up in your pool in your churches why in the churches because that's where a lot of blacks go especially black women hint hint uh and if the pastor allow them to come into the church then they must be doing something good that's not always the case but they do realize that at some times that your vote may be the vote to get them over because they need it so what happens hey Let's go in, make them all these promises. Let's stand up there and look grand and be wonderful. And bam, they done suckered the black community once again. Yeah, they pimped us out. And we see it happen. Even Hillary did it. Standing up in black churches and pulpits, talking that nonsense, knowing there was nothing that was going to be done for the black community. Let's be honest about that. But if you listen to 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 the, the the national narrative where it comes from the the, the black the, the black um uh, uh, candidates and things of that nature, that's what you're going to hear. They want the black community to be scared. They want you to be worried that bad things are going to happen, and we fall for it. We fall for it every time. We do. You know why? Because we fail to do our homework. We fail to do our research. We go by on what somebody has said or somebody that's been in office for 34 years. They really haven't done anything for you, but you know their name. Oh, if you know their name, oh, they must be doing something. They've been there a long time. I guess, hey, I guess I'll vote for them because we're just too lazy to do anything. She went on to say, the hearing today is not about white nationalism or hate crimes. It's about fear-mongering, power, and control. The goal here is to scare blacks, Hispanics, gays, Muslims, helping Democrats censor dissenting opinions, helping them gain control. Okay. Yeah. She went on to say, white supremacy, racism, white nationalism, words that once held real meaning have now become nothing more than election strategies. Okay, that's a half-truth. That's a half-truth. All right, we know, yes, it has become election strategies. We know this because in the white community, with the, with the movement of the young people and others that are, uh, uh, what word is used today? Awoke or pro-black? Oh, that's all they talk about, white supremacy, racism, white nationalism. But did you realize that as a black, you can be national, have national, uh, be a nationalist yourself? Did you know that? There's a lot of them out there. And basically that means you're just proud of your country. You're proud of being your country. That's the normal definition. But then you have the definition that 
the politicians want you to think about or the media want you to have uh, about uh, skinheads, Nazis, and things of that nature. You know, con men, what they do, they subliminally place things in your mind that, uh, and constantly they repeat it over and over and over and over and over again. So every time you hear that phrase or that word, you automatically become defensive. You think of nothing else but the negativity or the negative side of the comment or the word. Y'all, we had this discussion on the show before. Key words. That's what I call them, key words, because that's what a lot of them key on. Humans themselves, they don't read articles. They look for key words in the article. That's how a lot of nonsense gets started on social media. One person posts something about one thing. Somebody said, oh, I like that, and they start spreading it around. But how many have taken the time to stop and research it and see if any of it is true? But yet you want to blame it on the media and other people because you're too lazy to get your butt up and check it out yourself. But then, I know, I know, some of y'all not going to like me today, but it's okay. I'm not asking you to agree with me if you don't. I'm just asking you to listen and, and maybe, maybe just sit back and think about it for a minute. Sometimes it takes longest for others to comprehend or come to the, to, to, um, uh, the decision that, huh, that may have some validity to it. <laughs> Yeah, and here's another thing that's very interesting. If you ever notice, anytime when it comes to the black community, anytime the black community strikes up anything that may be positive or beneficial to them, there's always some other group that's added to it. Hmm. Don't matter if it's the LGBTQRSTUSV, uh, the Latinos, the Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Somebody's going to join in, especially if there's a chance that it will become successful a successful movement. And nine times out of ten, it is hijacked by the other groups. And the black community is left out all over again because we have allowed ourselves to be used and abused and pimped out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Now, Here's an interesting thing about the approach Candace Candace Owens is using and her handler, which is uh, some white guy. I forgot his name, but he's not important right now. But anyway, let let me tell you the the interesting thing. As I mentioned before, it's the young people that they're going after. Because young people today's society, they are social media junkies. They are hooked into AI. They are hooked in to the music and things of that nature that some of us growing up, we didn't have. So what we had was what our mothers, fathers, grandmothers, grandfathers, so forth and so on told us. But in today's generation, there's a whole plethora of ideas and, and information out there for them to gather. But they're not just um, they're not just uh, just um, they're not just doing that. You have to think about some of the music that they're listening to today. 
So all that has messages in it. And as I said before, if you keep hearing the same thing over and over and over again, that's what you begin to believe. So why not go on social media? Why not uh, um, put it in music to affect the young people? Because that's the next generation coming up. But let me bring my co-host in. She she would like to get a little bit in on here. All right, go ahead, P. You got the floor. Okay, let me go back to when um, you were talking about Vernon Johns, okay? And you were saying how the uppity black people, you know, was fighting against him. But that has always been, you know, a part of the problem, that whenever we see somebody trying to step outside of the box or to do something different, you know, we want to come against it. But all he was saying was that, you know, I got a farm. You know, I can sell my vegetables to you guys, and you ain't got to go to the white man's grocery store. We keep it within the circle, within our own community. But because, you know, that wasn't appropriate for them because he was a farmer and not a doctor or a lawyer or what have you, just a regular blue-collar worker, Selling vegetables wasn't appropriate. Like, it was something to be ashamed of. But it really wasn't. Because he under, understood the concept of owning his own stuff. And and, and that's the first thing that, that is at a loss in our community. Because most of the time we just don't get the, those concepts and those principles. And another thing that you said was how we fail to do the research. You know, we go to the, we know when we go to the ballot, when we go to the polls, there's always somebody standing out there with a Democratic ticket that says, okay, all these people are Democratic. These are the people that you need to vote for. And a lot of times that is exactly how people of color vote. They don't go look at the agenda. They don't go look at the individual's stance on things. But they go by, like you say, what they what what they heard. So I understand her trying to change this, but let's not do it the same way. Let's not do it in the same method. That's the only thing that I, I disagree with. You know, because everybody thinks, well, the older folks, you know, we ain't got to reach them because they're going to vote how they vote. But they forget a lot of young people are going to vote like how their parents vote. So if you don't get the older generation, too, nothing is going to change. Let's stop voting, you know, according to a party, and let's vote according to how those people stand on the issues and how they stand, you know, when they're voting for issues while they were in Congress. If they're not benefiting us, if they're not trying to, you know, help our communities, then uh, no, you don't get my vote. Just because you the you're you're the name we know. The name you know. You know, and that, that and it's funny because it was all explained. If anybody remember the movie with Eddie Murphy, distinguished gentleman, you know. He got in there off a name that wasn't even his. 
I mean, it was his name, but it wasn't the person who they thought it was. And that's a lot of times how blindly our community will vote because they heard a name. Or, like you said, the, 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 the pastor allowed that person into the church for whatever reason, whether it was a for kickback or whether because, you know, they was going to provide dinner for all the members. So, you know, we was going to have a whole lot of people in service today. That was going to increase our offering. You know, not really even looking in, trying to understand or differentiate why are you really here? Why are you trying to to solicit my congregations for votes when you haven't done anything for our community? Sometimes the same community that they were born and raised in and come out of and forget about until it's election season again. So we have to, we need to begin to look at that and begin to better educate ourselves, you know, with the whole process. Instead of just being, you know, like robots doing the same thing, election in and election out, because nothing is going to change until we do. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to have somebody, uh, 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 Candace Owens or, or anybody else to come in trying to educate our young people, we should be we should be doing that. In our in in our homes and, 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 and in our communities and definitely in our churches. Amen. That is such a, a, a such a great 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 statement. <laughs> Great statement. And you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, you're absolutely right. So, how do we fix that? How do we stop? How do we stop? Number one, as, as, as far as it goes for our, our, our religious organization and congregations and stuff, don't let no people come and stand in your pulpit and talk to your people when you've not done any research on them, when you don't even really know what they stand for. Stop letting the wolves come in and devour the sheep, for lack of a, a, a better term. You know, and, and, and just begin, as I said, to educate ourselves as a community, you know. Instead of having those come in, have a, you know, having them come in, have a special service where you go online and, and, and look at the voting record and look at the issues and look at their stance. And we're, we're all technology savvy today. Everything is online. Any information that you want, you know, especially when it comes to the political candidate and their voting record, you can find. So why not take your uh-huh. uh, take your congregation and 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 go down the list of of of, of in, incumbents, you know, and the ones that are running to try to get into office, both on both sides of the coin, instead of trying to dictate who you should vote for. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, that a, I think that right there would definitely be a good, a very good place to start. I would have to agree with you. 
I would have to agree with you. Because we know as a community, we love our churches and we love our pastors. So, yeah, yeah that would be a great place. But I, I think I, I would want to take it a little further, though. I, I really do. I would think that now uh, with, with, with the, the, the advent of, of technology, the advancement of technology, you don't even have to do all that. You, know, you can just go pull up Google or uh, whatever these other search engines are and look up these individuals. You know, it's all kind of information is out there. You know, all the kind of information is out there. But see, that's the point. That's the issue. And that's the issue. As an individual, the people are not prone to do that. That's why I say, you know, instead of take a Bible study hour, you know, and do that with your congregation and present that information. Because, you know, mostly on an individual level, we're not going to do that. We're only going to hear about. Because as I told you earlier, you know, it's like everybody wants something instantly. They don't want to sit down and do the work themselves. But if somebody else is giving it to them or shoveling it, or shoveling it to them off a plate, then they're more apt to receive it. So since you're going to listen to this man or this woman anyway, why not as leadership take that initiative and put the issues out there and then allow the people to make the best decisions for themselves? That's 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 why I gave that option. Okay. All right. Well, isn't that what I said though? No. Maybe not, huh? <laughs> oh, it's no. not. Oh, okay. All right. You, you, My bad. You, you, you didn't. You, you you would say that they could do it for themselves, but you know they're not. Well, I mean, isn't it, isn't it time for them to start and stop depending on what else? And, and that's my that's that that is my thing altogether. Isn't it time for us to start helping ourselves, start start educating ourselves, and stop uh, depending on others to do that? Okay, you and that car got to stop. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, but. You got to look at the pros and cons of both sides. There are some who will do that, but as I said, for the most part, I really don't think so. Because when you look at individual schedules and oh man, it, it, it's time to vote. I ain't do the research. It's the last day to vote. I ain't, I ain't look up nobody. You know, you know, isn't isn't that isn't that the interesting thing though? I mean, let's let's go on and call it what it is. You don't have time to look up look up the people that's going to represent you in, in in the government. However, but you have time to go and look up uh, the songs that somebody sings or where they're going to be playing at or how much tickets cost. And it, 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 it's backwards, but we have been programmed to do that. You see what I'm saying? We have been programmed to do that. Exactly. It, exactly. You know, it really have. You know, it's it's like the taxes. Tax season come by. Every most people, what January thirty first, some December thirty first. Soon as they get that that W two yep. or whatever, they run it straight down to to, to do taxes because they they supposed to get something back. Right now, a lot yeah, you know they haven't researched anything or find out you know what laws have changed or whatever. Well, I just go go down here do it. Yeah, it, it, it's a programming or conditioning that has taken place over many, many years. 
decades and what have you. So now there are individuals out there that's trying to change that. But instead of trying to be open-minded and listening to some of it, you're automatically shooting it down because they're crazy as heck. Ah! But then again, maybe you need to sit back and listen and say, huh, maybe, just maybe. You know, maybe there, there's a point there. You know, so before you get out here, give me some last ones real quick before we, we, we ride on to the next topic. Oh, let me see. I don't have no last words except, you know, educate yourself. You know, stop wanting everything instantly and take the time and make the time to invest in your future. Because when you're voting, that is what you're literally doing. You are investing in your future and your children's future. Because the laws that these people make, they change, they, they, they change our life. You know, they tend to change. They either make better opportunities or they eliminate opportunities for us. And mostly it's been eliminating opportunities. So in order to turn that around, we're going to have to really, you know, come together, number one, as a community, and number two, educate ourselves so we can put the right people in the right places. Yeah, that's it for me. All right. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. All right. All right. So that was great. That was great. All right. That was my co-host, P. Ross. She had to get out here a little earlier today. That's why I let her go ahead and get some last words in. And now y'all just riding the rest of the time with me, Mr. Talk. You and me, baby. We're going to rock and roll. All right. <laughs> oh, my co-host, she, she be hitting it, don't she? She hits it hard, too. Sometimes she get me in check. Ah. But anyway. Moving right along. Anyway, about Miss Candace Owens, you know, those are some of her ideas or some of the things that she she um, is talking about. And if you want to know more about her, you know, you can always go on on on, on um, Facebook, not Facebook, um, YouTube, YouTube, and and go and check out some of the things, um, some of her conferences and things like that. Her story is the same. It, it, it's one of those that it doesn't change. She she's saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. As I say, some consider her a cancer. Some consider her uh, just loony for Lulu too. But she is quote quote unquote the sports spokesperson. Now, I'm gonna tell you what it is. She is a spokesperson for the conservative party to get more black folks. That's basically what it comes into. That's basically what it is. Now some say it's even more than just the black vote. It's to change the world completely, as in uh, white supremacy. And everybody else. I don't know. You make that decision. Something for you going to research on your own. As I said before, I try and have an open mind. I try and look at it from a, a neutral spot and, and really dig into what is being said and what's being done. As I said before, she has some good points. You, you, you know, if you are really open minded and looking at this, what she's saying objectively, it's not all wrong or, or bad. It's really not. Yeah, some of it out there is in left field and you just shake your head about. But there's other things she's saying that is actually true. And if you go back and really sit down and think about it and, uh, and replay it in your mind, you, you'll realize that, yeah, some of, yeah she, she, she's making some decent points. You know, 
Now, as far as the Ku Klux Klan being all Democrats and so forth and so on, I'm not buying all that because that is not the case. No. Heck, most most black folk don't realize that Lincoln was a Republican. Most blacks, if you ask on the street, they'll tell you he was a Democrat. No, he was a Republican. But they'll tell you he freed the slaves. Of course, we know he didn't do that either. You see the programming and conditioning that has taken place over the years? And without doing research or studying or whatever you want to call it, you wouldn't know that. So just be open-minded. Everything that, 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 that is being objected to isn't always bad. <laughs> Speaking of that, objections and and, and and being called out to names and things of that nature. Let's talk a little bit about Representative from Minnesota, Ehan Omar, because she has been catching pretty y'all know what. And it, it is interesting. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why it's interesting. Because since she's taken office, well, since she started running, actually, Oh, man, this woman has really caught pretty heck. Not only from from, from uh, outsiders, from her own people. From her own people who wouldn't even help her um, during a polling section to get her on the ticket. It took, oh, man, it took a whole lot to get on the ticket. Not to mention that she was running against an uh, incumbent that was an elderly white woman that had been in, in the seat forever. So accusations came out about this woman had been married twice. She was still married to two different men, and she did this and she did that. And then once she got elected, oh, my goodness, it hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. Now, on this show, as I said before, we try and give both sides of the story, right? And for those that are out there that have made it your mind that this woman is un-American, as the media has been saying, as 45 has been saying, for those that say she has said things that's disrespectful to 9-11, she has said things that disrespectful to the country, nah, no. 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 The only thing this woman has done was be elected to, to, uh, <laughs> been elected to Congress bled a Muslim, being brown-skinned, and wearing a hijab, which is what? What did her religion require her to wear? But yet, this is is in a country that says, oh, we are the freest country in the world. Everybody's equal and has liberty. And where is that? Where is that? Now, I know some of you out there saying, well, you know, Mr. Talk, it's like this. It's our opinion. It's our opinion, you know, that we say she, we don't like her. Well, you're right. It is your opinion. But why are you? Why don't you like her? Do you not like her for her political stance, or do you not like her because she's a Muslim? She's in Minnesota, where everybody talk about. Everybody wants to talk about the she, the the the, the Muslim community in Minnesota the Somalian community in Minnesota. Well, that Somalian community in Texas 
Oklahoma, and a whole bunch of other states that were brought in. And some just grew up here and now are actually American. But because this one woman right here has the audacity, has the balls to say something that needs to be said and is not liked by the status quo, oh, she's the issue. She's a problem. Where is she? Is she a problem for somebody? Now, this is also from a group of people that said, well, we need some fresh thinking in Congress. We need some some fresh thoughts. Well, that's what you're getting, but you don't like it either, do you? Because sometimes the truth hurts, don't it? Don't it sometimes the truth hurts? I've said this before. In a country that is supposed to be the most powerful, most military, technically advanced country in the world, you have to give allegiance to, you have to swear allegiance to another country if you if you are elected into an office that is you supposed to represent the, the citizens of the United States of America, but you have to swear allegiance to another country? Something's wrong with that, don't you think? Cory Booker has come out, and he's running for president, and he said the same thing. Well, I would do anything we can to make sure our relationship with Israel is steady, and I truly support that. Why? Why? You should be giving your allegiance to your people, your districts. But nobody wants to talk about that. This woman has given some interviews and made some great points in these interviews. But as always, you have those that are going to take certain bits and pieces of the comments and just and make a snippet out of it and run with it. Then you have those idiots out there, those social media idiots that, that, that come up with these great memes and, and next thing you know, it's a fireball going, going, going. Everybody's checking out and checking, I like, I like, yep, whatever. And nobody has taken the time to stop and actually look at the, 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 the interview. Sheeple, you're just following one dumb behind person and you just being just as dumb as they are. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I wouldn't. I wish I could say it like Joe would say it, but I'm not going to say it like that. But I'm telling you like it is. You're just being dumb, stupid, a follower. This woman, according to 45, the president of the United States of America, has been called out of control, except, except. For <laughs> except for her control of Nancy, we used to talk about Nancy Pelosi. Welcome to the show, God Reigns Brown Ministries. Glad to see you in the in the um, in the chat room. Um, uh, you know, and, and, and it's just stupid. Why are y'all doing that? What has this woman done? Huh? What has she done besides tell the truth? Huh? 
Now, there's a big thing out there about her because apparently she said those people referring to the September 11th attacks. And all those people did something. Everybody is up in arms. Everybody is up in arms. Why? Why are you up in arms about it? George W. Bush said those people. Nobody said anything about that. Forty-five has done a whole lot of stuff. Virginia Charlottesville. He refused to acknowledge that you know there was some skinheads and stuff there. He said a whole lot of people. But then again, I forgot. Sheeple will follow anybody and anything. Yeah, I said it, sheeple. But before I go any further, I'm going to let you hear this first clip I got um, of her actually saying some people did something. So you can hear it in the context of how it was said, not in what they want you to hear. Freshman Democratic Congresswoman Representative Elon Omar. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Congresswoman Elon Omar. Congresswoman Omar's uh, recent statements that have drawn some controversy. Representative Ilhan Omar's comments from a few weeks back about 9-11 and being Muslim in America have become a thing. Representative Dan Crenshaw, quote, tweeted a clip saying that she is the first member of Congress to ever describe terrorists who killed thousands of Americans on 9-11 as some people who did something. Here was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. His statement was amplified by tens of thousands of retweets and suggestive media coverage. Let's start with the obvious issue here. Representative Crenshaw shared a short snippet of Omar's 20-minute speech. It took place about a week after the New Zealand attacks. She used the opportunity to make the case for Muslim activism. Here's the truth. Far too long, we have lived with the discomfort of being a second-class citizen. And frankly, I'm tired of it, and every single Muslim in this country should be tired of it. CARE was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. So you can't just say that today someone is looking at me strange, that I am going to try to make myself look pleasant. You have to say this person is looking at me strange. I am not comfortable with it. I am going to go talk to them and ask them why. Because that is a right you have. While she misstates the history of CARE, it was founded in 1994, not after the September 11th attacks. Crenshaw clips her remarks, excluding the piece about civil liberties. Plus, not everyone always refers to the 9-11 terrorists as terrorists. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And the people... Regardless, the snippet of her speech stirred up critics who questioned her Americanness. Yeah, some people did something, uh, like an unprovoked attack. Really? There's some few people that did something? You have to wonder if she's an American first. 
a question she has addressed during and since the speech. I took an oath to uphold the Constitution. I am as American as everyone else is. As an American member of Congress, I have to make sure that I am living up to the ideals of fighting for uh, liberty and justice. Those are very much rooted in the reason why my family came here. The audience for Omar's speech was American Muslims, and she was discouraging Islamophobia, something that former President George W. Bush did in the months and years following 9-11. America counts millions of Muslims amongst our citizens. And Muslims make an incredibly valuable contribution to our country. Muslims are doctors, lawyers, law professors, members of the military, entrepreneurs, shopkeepers, moms and dads, and they need to be treated with respect. And our anger and emotion, our fellow Americans must treat each other with respect. It isn't for us to judge exactly what Omar meant in her speech, but it certainly isn't the first time a politician has shared a snippet of remarks by another politician to make a political point. So if you see something similar or have questions about something you see on the internet, send it our way. We'll check it out. So there you have it right there. Now, that is the context of what, when she says some people did something. That is the context right there. So please explain to me what is wrong with what she said. Once again, she didn't say anything wrong. She said she actually told the truth. For those that keep begging for fresh thought, for, for, for new, new ways of dealing with things, tell the truth. But as soon as you hear the truth, you got issues with it. So what is her real crime? What is, what, what is the problem they have with her? What is the problem 45 has with her? She's not with the status quo. Number one, she's not a part of the, 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 the Republican Party. Number two, she wears a heavy. Number three, she's brown. And to top it all off, she's a woman. Not to mention Muslim, too. Yeah, let's not forget that. And she's very outspoken. She doesn't bite our tongue. Now, we are, no, here in this country, those two things right there is the, are the worst things you can be. Is the worst thing you can be, outspoken against the status quo. Because then you are a revolutionary. You are a disruptor. It doesn't matter whether you tell them the truth or not. It doesn't. Now, after listening to that, what, do you, what, what is wrong with some people did something? In the context that it was said. Not a dang old thing. Now, for those new to the show, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I bash 45, but when he does something good, I give him credit for that as well. Just like I'm doing her. If she had said something that was outlandish or just crazy off the wall, yeah, I'd be on her too. But she didn't. She didn't. But if you listen to mainstream news, the state-sponsored news network Fox News, 
and they're talking heads. Oh, you swear she did some whole things. And then you have the, 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 the cronies, the sheeple, that just run with it. I've seen everything said about this woman. TOS. Y'all know what that stands for. This ragged raghead. You know, how did we let her? And then there's this thing going on about Shia law. Just say anything about that. You want to burn your crosses back there in your backyard? You don't want nobody to say nothing about that, do you? No, you don't. Yeah, I said it. I sure did. You know, it, it, it's time for all this nonsense to stop. It, it, it really is. You know, you, why? Why? And then, oh, man. Then here was the sub thing she said about Okada, and she started, had a smile on her face when she was talking about it. And once again, the, you know, the state sponsor news, news channel jumped on it and, and ran with it. But once again, nobody actually sat down and said and showed or listened to the original uh, way she said it and what she was talking about. Because the sheep are not going to follow. The sheep are going to follow what they tell them because they, that's what they They stuck right there in front of the tube looking. She stuck right there in the tube looking with their eyes wide open, brain just on fart mode, soaking it all in. Can't wait to get on social media and start typing some nonsense so the rest of the sheep can follow. Well, I'm here to tell you, stop being freaking sheeple. Get away from the conditioning and programming that has been done. What do they call the 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 the, the, the things that come on television? Programming, right? Think about that. They call it programming. Duh. You get educated for twelve years in high school if you don't go to college, right? Educating. They ain't say you learn anything, it's just educating you. Another word for conditioning and programming. See, it's time for us to start thinking. It's time for us to start being led around by the nose. You know, it, it, it really is. Time to start being led around by the nose and start putting your own brain to work. But with some of y'all, that what's left of it. Oh, yeah, I said it. <laughs> I said I told some of y'all ain't going to be happy with me today, but it's okay. Because I got to tell it like it is. But anyway, getting back to Omar, um, Representative Omar, let me let you listen to the one, the little clip right here on um, what she said about Arcata and the, that got everybody upset because she was smiling when she said it. And so it was, it was the, the thing that was interesting in the class was, Every time the, the, the professor said Al-Qaeda, he sort of, like, his shoulders yeah. went up and, you know. Yeah, he's in like command here. Al-Qaeda, you know. He's an expert. I mean, like, <laughs> um, I remember um, when I was in college, I took uh, a terrorism class. And is that a such thing? Yeah, there was. So there you go. Was, uh, there is a lab for that. There was. A, there was a class that you. <laughs> Do you go to lab? No, we learned the ideology of. I'm glad um, you do that. <laughs> and so it was. It was the the thing that was interesting in the class was 
every time the 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 professor said Al Qaeda, he sort of like his shoulders yeah. went up and you know yeah, he's in command like, here. Al Qaeda, you know, has he's an expert. <laughs> and it was you know what's his it, name? <laughs> what about his oh, name on the We are not saying his name. Uh, yeah. you, you probably get to see him on, on CNN. Uh, yeah, of course. I love those guys. But you know, but 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 it is it is that you don't say America with an yeah. intensity. You yeah. don't say England with yeah. an intensity. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't say um, the army with an intensity. Carter. <laughs> but you say these these names because you you want that that word to carry weight. You want it to leave something. With yeah, it has a cultural that's, meaning, that's not just exactly. Meaning. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's said with a deeper voice, with, so, so yes, it is. But when a non-white commit a violence or misbehave, we condemn the whole culture. Mm -hmm. But yeah, when a white condemn, we just go to psychoanalysis, that he, were, he didn't have a girlfriend when he was growing up. Yeah. It's like he, he's not capable of committing violence because he's white. Yeah. So, so that, that, that's an interesting point. When you have an individual inside of, um, a, in, a, in a Western society that goes on and does commit like mass murder, we have mass shootings that yeah. happen constantly yeah. here. We investigate that person and yeah. what has driven them to commit that act. Yeah. When an act is committed by these Muslim you know, terrorists, what we investigate is that whole community, we yeah. investigate that whole faith, we investigate that whole society, and everyone is supposed to have some answer to why these people are doing this. When it is those individuals that people need to be investigating, it is their lives that needs to be under the microscope, not the lives of the rest of the community, because I am not part of Al-Shabaab. I do not um, participate. Totally surprised. <laughs> I do not you, participate. You are a Shabab. Well, Shabab is young. Is it's young. Oh my bad. I had muted myself, y'all. I'm sorry. I was just uh, talking and just, just had forgotten to mute myself. Okay. <laughs> anyway, once again, that was uh, the interview she was doing when she said on Fear and Ikeda about how the the, the, the professor. You know, every time he said it, he kind of hunched his shoulder and put emphasis on it. Yeah, she giggled. I'll giggle too, because it's true. It's true. It's true. Once again, what did she say that was not true? You hear that word arcade and people lose their freaking mind. And first thing he had the Muslims, the Muslims. Well, you're not telling you're not talking about a whole community. Right? When 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 that the, the kid shot up Columbine. When the white kid shot up the, the church down in um South Carolina. You didn't see the whole community, white community get checked and, and, and right? No, you didn't. And that's the point she's trying to make. But once again, nobody's gonna take time to find that out. They just wanna start jumping on the bandwagon, accusing Point fingers and saying the whole the whole group of people are the problem. Wake up, sheeple. Wake up. You're being led by the nose. They taking and putting it in some crap, and you smelling it, getting all up in your in your nostrils, and you ain't even realized it yet. 
you think it's roses. Wake up. Yeah, I said it. Because it's just, it, it, it's sickening. It is. It, it, it's, it's, it's really beginning to become sickening now. Everybody say, we want to know the truth. We want transparency. We want this. You don't want anything. You want it just the way it is right now. That's the way you want it. Because you're content like that. You know, you're not forced or you don't have to do anything in particular but sit there and point fingers and put your little comment. And some of you are, are, are social media gangsters. That's basically what you are, social media gangsters. Until somebody uh, 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 comments back. And then, oh, man, you really get huffed and puffed because they're pulling your whole card then. Next time somebody says something about somebody and you know it's not the truth, put the truth out there and see how they react. Now, I know it's everybody's opinion. Everybody, this is supposed to be a free country, um, land of free speech, so forth and so on. I understand that. But shouldn't truth be a part of that free speech somewhere? Should somebody stand up for what is being told that is true and not continuing to pass along the lies and the, the, the misconceptions and whatever you want to call it? Shouldn't there be somebody doing that now? Instead of being led by the nose? And I'll be nice by saying nose. You can believe that. <laughs> so anyway, so Representative Omar, you know, you're gonna continue to see these things, not with just her, anybody that bucks the system. You know, you got the other woman out of New York, um, Ocasio or whatever. Same thing with her. Some of the things she's saying are not lies. Some of them are true. Some of them may be a little bit out there, but they still some of them are true. But if you don't take the time to find out what's the truth and what's not, and you constantly joining, getting on the bandwagon, anytime something is said about them, then you're just as guilty as the person that said it. But I understand. I understand. We have been programmed and conditioned to do that. And because of that, we know nothing else. We know nothing else. You don't believe me? Go back to the beginning of the Iraq war. When Colin Powell was sitting in front of the UN getting ready to give his speech, and then all of a sudden he finds out he's been lied to about the weapons of mass destruction. Now, we're talking about the General Colin Powell. Now, he has to sit there and decide, do I go ahead and tell the truth that it's a lie, or do I continue with the status quo? And, of course, we know what happened. He continued with the status quo.
So he became part of the problem as well. Yeah, it, it takes a lot to stand up for the truth. It does. People are not going to like you. They're going to call you all kind of names. They may stop listening to your show. <laughs> you know, but guess what? It is what it is. It, it, it really is. And that's the internal decision that you have to make. You must understand, everybody's not going to agree with you. Everybody's not going to like you. But if that is your actual uh, uh, preference or what you're seeking, well, then teach his own. So be it. <laughs> so be it. Okay. Anyway. That's, that's enough for right now. Um, time for me to take some calls because I, I don't want to, you know. <laughs> I like that. It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. That's a good one. I like that. All right, let me take take this phone call here. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Talk to me, Joe. Hey, Eric, what's up? How are you doing, sir? You know what? I, you know, you and I have agreed for years that the Americans um, – are sheeple. We're brainwashed um, idiots. You don't want to call Americans idiots, but I do. But I don't. I still don't understand what is it that Candace Owens has said that's untrue. That what? Who has said that's untrue? Uh, Candace Owens. Who? Well, you know the one who went to Congress. The one with the Congress. Talking about Omar? No, no, not Omar. No. Not to leave. Not um, oh, she's a civilian. Um, wasn't she just talking about her? Yeah. Omar from Minnesota. No, no, not her. Before her, wasn't she talking about uh, Candace Owens? Huh? I don't no. know, Joe. Oh. Uh, I, 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 I thought I, I'm trying to figure out... I don't know. There's a lot of bass. Uh, I don't know why I heard. I thought I heard you say Candace Owens. You know the girl. Candace Owens. Oh, oh yeah, Candace Owens. No, I I said uh, what I said is you know a lot of stuff she said is true. I did say I said some of it was true. I agree with some of it. You know, and and that's one of the things. If it's true, it's true. Mm. You know, a lot of it is true. Now it's it's a couple of things you know I, I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, a, a lot of it is true, especially the part about fear, fear-mongering and Democrats using, you know, uh, scare tactics and things of that nature. Yeah. But it's just not on, yeah, it's just not on the Democratic side, of course, because you have 45. Yeah. Yeah, the Republicans, and Jesus, look, Democrats and Republicans, they're both snakes, they're both skunks. So, you know, right. I don't... I don't believe either any one of them. Some of them, of course, right. have to say the truth in order to try to get their lives across. But when I, um, <laughs> you know, I didn't um, investigate all of what she said in front of Congress, but what I did see was that she um, she was accusing Congress of fear-mongering um, and uh, saying that nationalism does not equate itself to Nazism. Nationalism is when you are proud of, of who you are and what country you come from. 
Um, but I agree with her on that. And I agreed with her about how she's accusing the Democrats of trying to persuade people to, um, you know, by telling them slanted truths, or not truths, just slants, uh, slanted statements um, of a trying to, of a, accusing Congress of trying to manipulate um, the American people. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that, that's, that's the truth, Joe. And that's my point. You know, let's think about it. 45 stands up in his rallies and say, well, if you don't reelect uh, the Republicans to Congress, there's going to be a lot of uh, violence. What is that? What is that? That's, that's the same thing, right? So well, it, it, it happens on both sides. Yeah, it happens on both sides. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to get them to understand, you know, trying to get across here. Uh-huh. You know, okay. just because uh-huh. just because it's on one side, you know, it doesn't make it wrong. If there's some truth there, admit there's some truth there. Be open-minded and, and pay att- and, and, and accept it and, and work on that. But yeah, you know, we as we say, <laughs> yeah, if, right. If we could, but I think we're too far gone. I don't. I think a lot of Americans, I've talked to a lot, and they seem to understand that America is in the grip of either uh, the banksters, globalists, however they uh-huh. would like to term it. Uh, but the thing is, they understand it in an abstract way, as though they've just read something from a textbook, and they've said, yeah, I can understand how that can, how that can happen. But people still don't want to believe that the United States government is an entirely corrupt organization that has sold this out and whose objective it is is to dominate, control Americans and to ruin America. Their objective is to bring America down because that's you know, that's where they get the money from lobbyists, from outside interests who want to control America and they do it incrementally. But people, they don't want to, they just just don't think that, yeah, they're corrupt, but they can't be that corrupt. Well, I think they are that corrupt. I would agree with you. But but see, Joe, that that what makes it even more, more, I guess you say, refreshing to have some of these new voices in Congress that's calling all that kind of stuff out. But the state, but but the establishment, are, you know, they're doing the best they can to 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 ruin. I mean, ruin their name. You know, you know how it works. Character, character assassination. You know, that's the first thing they try and do, right? Oh, yeah, that's, that, yeah. that's the first first part of the plan. Character assassination, especially mm-hmm. if if what is saying being being said is true. Oh yeah, they coming after them, and that's what's happening with these these young ladies right now because they are not um, withholding. Their tongue, they're they're telling what the way it is, and the establishment has a problem with it. You know, so those of us that know better have to mm-hmm. do what we can to to help others understand that it's not as it seems. Only thing you need to do is just open up your eyes and ears. Uh, and yeah, but see, yeah, but we people who are sheeple can't do that. It's not that easy. It's like telling somebody who's in a wheelchair, all you got to do is walk because they can't do it. That's what brainwashing does. It makes you walk around in a trance. It makes you think that anything that you believe in is absolutely the correct thing to believe in. And as a right. result, 
people who have that type of confirmation bias, they don't want to have their minds changed. Now, I'm, I'll, I'll agree with you that, for example, um, Omar was saying the other week that um, she believes that Congress has too much of an allegiance to Israel, and as a result, right. everybody was saying that she was anti-Semitic. She might be anti-Semitic because she's Muslim, but at the same time, I happen to, to agree with her in that John right. does have too much of an allegiance to Israel. I don't understand why we're paying, the taxpayers are paying Israel $6 billion a year in foreign aid, uh, and then I get the answers from everybody is that, well, they're our biggest allies in the Middle East. And so I say, well, for $6 billion, I'd like to know what the hell they've done. And nobody can give me an answer about what they've done to earn $6 billion a year. Somebody told me a few years ago that, well, they, they're like our eyes and our ears over there, and they've helped us out. Um, what, what do you say? They've helped us out, I think, with Russia or with a conflict over there or something. It's Iran. It's Iran. It's Iran. And I said, well, what do they do specifically to help us with Iran? And I couldn't get an answer. So until I find out exactly what it is that they're, uh, why they're worth $6 billion, I think, uh, I, I pity Israel. I've seen the map of where Israel is located. They're surrounded by their enemies. I don't understand why people um, hate the Jews. They haven't done anything. To, they've, they've never started a war. I mean, in Jewish history, they know when they were, you know, back in biblical times, or when there were nomads crossing the desert, they never hurt anybody. They weren't the cause of any problems in Germany. And, and Hitler pointed out to Jews in Germany, he, he was such a disgrace. He, he lied about them. He didn't, make, he didn't make any vague insinuations about them. He just out and out lied. So right. I don't understand why people hate the Jews, but I don't understand why we're paying them who have atomic bombs, you know, $6 billion a year. And I don't think that it's right for us to give foreign aid to um, El Salvador, Nicaragua, et cetera. Keep my money here. Let them take care of themselves and stop messing around in other people's business. Now, um, Ocasio-Cortez, I don't think she's... You're saying that like people like Cortez, Tlaib, and Omar, they have their truths, but the establishment is coming after them. These three are socialists. They're people who want to bring down America, too. Ocasio-Cortez, I don't think she wants to bring it down, but Tlaib and Omar, they want to. They want to usher in socialism, and wherever you have socialism, you have the destruction of that particular country. And only they're complaining well, about the rich. But in socialism, the rich will well, Joe, Huh? Well, Joe, you, you see, yeah, there you go with that, with that label again. And you know how I feel about labels. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I really believe that, you know, that's, that's like, that's like uh, uh, you know, just throwing something out there. So somebody could say, oh, yeah, she is. but this woman never said, neither one of them ever said they were socialists. They just have new ideas, fresh ideas, and they're telling it like it is, right? So yeah, what, that, what, that makes them socialists? 
Well, they're with well, they have a, any that have have any one of them said they were socialists. Yeah, they're with Ocasio Cortez. They they support the New Green Deal. The New Green Deal is is the whole so, platform. Uh, okay. Okay. So so okay. All right. All right. All right. So if <laughs> so because they support the New Green Deal, that makes them socialists. Well, the New Green Deal is nothing but a socialist platform. The New Green Deal says if we don't conquer climate change in 12 years, that the whole planet's going to um, uh, be exterminated, the whole planet in 12 years. And as a result, she, Ocasio-Cortez, who is the new face of uh, the Democratic Party, she wants to bring in socialism. The name of her particular branch of the party is the Democratic Socialist Party. She's, she's uh, talking about the same platform, even on an accelerated basis, even more than Bernie Sanders. Yeah, she, Khalid, and Omar are socialists, just like Bernie Sanders is a socialist. Uh, I have to disagree with you there, buddy. Right, I mean, okay. I have to disagree with you there. Mm-hmm. I, I think those are just staples that's being thrown out there. Because let's let's be honest, Joe. In order for someone to say they, which is, you know, we we know labels are thrown out left and right. You know, some people may say, "Well, Mr. Talk, you're a liberal. Joe, you're a conservative, or we know you're a libertarian." And you mm-hmm. know, that's the part mm-hmm. of you like the libertarian. Mm-hmm. You know, but in in, in in the big picture, what does that really mean? If we can sit down and have a discussion and agree on some of the same things. Then what? Does that still make us libertarian? Does that still make us uh, a socialist or liberal? Or better yet, does that make us just human trying to find a better way for us all to survive? You know, it could be humans trying to make us find a better way to survive. But if humans who are sheeple are finding those ways and misinterpreting them or going in the wrong direction, and they call themselves a certain label, then they are that particular label. Ocasio Cortez says that she's a socialist. Well, you know, that's that's like um, <laughs> you're gonna laugh right now. You know what that's like? Mm-hmm. That's like uh, 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 forty-five saying that he's a very he's a genius, and we know for sure that's not the, what the actual thing is, but. As long as as long as his followers believe him, he say what he wants to, right? Well, uh, look, if he says he's a genius, right? Now huh? I happen to think in two areas he might just be a genius, but he overall be a genius, genius? <laughs> perhaps not. Yeah, overall genius. All right, yeah, perhaps, exactly. Perhaps not. Exactly. But exactly. But if he's going to claim he's a genius, and he's <laughs> let's say he claims he's a billionaire. <laughs> And he has a billion dollars in the bank to back it up, and he's a billionaire, just like Ocasio. She says, I'm a socialist, and she says, I want the government to be in every part of uh, the American lives. And it's not only her, but Senator Warren um, and some other people. Check this out, Joe. Mm -hmm. Check this out, Joe. But at this point, where we are now, you can already say that the government is in part of everybody's lives, regardless, right? Oh, yeah. That now. yeah, absolutely. And they're doing things in a socialist way. But that's the whole point. 
If a government is going to try to take over a group of people, what are they going to do? They're going to promise you all kinds of goodies. So they're going to give you the goodies, but it's not for free. They give you the goodies, <laughs> but then they tax you until you until you commit suicide or until the country yeah. goes under. You know, that's goodies. That's goodies for some and, and, and rotten eggs for others. That's yeah. what that is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I hate to say it like that, but that's exactly what it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But check so, this out. Oh, go, go ahead. Go so ahead and finish your Yeah, so, I mean, if, you know, that's what she's talking about. And some of the other Democratic uh, people who are running for president, what are they doing? They're taking it, and they're going even uh, even worse. I think Senator Warren, she says that um, you can't, you know, if she were president, there would be no private health plan. Every health plan would have to cover every American and would have to be done by the government. And then she says, as a result of paying for everything, she wants to institute this wealth tax. So what is that? That means if you do become a millionaire, she's going to take 90% of it away. 90%. That's her nominal tax rate. That's what socialists do. That's what communists do. So, um, I think that's I'm, uh, huh? I said, uh, that's what divorce does. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. <laughs> hey, you know, and that was probably the, one of the first starts of uh, the socialist platform was to give um, a, whoever is, makes the lesser amount of money, if they get a divorce, to give that particular person half of what the uh, the other of what the spouse was making. Um, and right what happens in, in our society is you, it's 99% of the time it's the men. But that's the thing about relationships. But about Ocasio-Cortez, Tlaib, Omar, Warren, Sanders, they have declared, well, Warren hasn't said she's a socialist, but she's talking, you know, socialist programs. If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quacks like a duck, swims like a duck, it's a freaking duck. Well, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I, I look at it like um, Bugs, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Oh, hold on. All right, can you hear me now? Okay. Sometimes I look at it like Bugs Bunny and, and uh, hold on. Let Daffy Duck. Okay. Sometimes, yeah. I look. Sometimes I look at it Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. You know. <laughs> You know, it looks like one thing until you get to the to the to the point, and then next thing you know, it's like ah, not that's not it. Well, you I know? I I get your point because I've often I've often said if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, swims like a duck, it could be a platypus, because a platypus yeah, and a duck see? look look alike. Yeah. Right. See, so you get my point on that. But oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, it's still early. But I just wanted to get to get the point over that you know they 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 attacking this representative Omar you know Eon Omar and, and nobody's listening to the content of what she, how she's saying things and of course we know it's we in the political um, beginnings of the 2020 election so everything that you say and be using you know going to be used against you to, to further well, yeah. whatever agenda is out there. I so, agree with you on that. You know, Both sides are going to twist. Yeah. Uh, whoever. Whoever says anything in their particular speeches uh, from now until 2020, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, so that's it. You know, and I was reading a poll the other day 
you know, because last week we talked a little bit about this Mueller report that's supposed to be coming out. Of course, it's going to be redacted like crazy. Uh, and the poll actually said many Americans, well, it said Democrats, but almost, I, I feel it's more than just Democrats, are basically tired about this Mueller report thing, and they prefer Congress to get working on some common day, you know, stuff to help the citizens and get, a, you know, just move on from this Mueller investigation. Uh, I personally agree with that because, as I said on the show last week, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of hearing about Mueller. I'm tired of hearing about Russian collusion. Look, they're not going to convict the man. They're not going to put him out of office. You know, everybody's going to cover their, their butts, and it's going to be what it is. And, and as my friend Sonia say, it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. And it ain't and what it ain't. And that's where it's going to yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's move on from this Mueller investigation. You know, let's move on from it and let's go ahead and start making some things happen. But then again, we know, we know that's not going to happen either. Why? Because the 2020 election is coming up and everything's going to be at a standstill again because everybody got to get ammunition for the upcoming election. Not to mention you have about 20 Democratic people running for, for the presidency and none of them really showing any promise. You know, even even Joe Biden. I like Joe. I do. I like Joe. But Joe need to go on back in the web he wants to because it's not going it's, it's it's really not gonna accomplish anything. I really don't think it's it will. And I wouldn't be surprised if forty five actually did get reelected because if you pay attention, the same rhetoric rhetoric that started when he was elected the first time is beginning to the heat up now again. And what does that mean? His base is going to be out there hot and heavy. And actually, the other party, the Democratic Party, hasn't shown any any uh, viable candidates that they can really challenge him. Well, I would say Biden can. I did say Biden could because Biden's just about as crazy as, as he is. So I can see them actually getting in a fist fight on stage during a debate. I can see that. You know, oh, I'd like that. To go off on them. <laughs> I'd like <laughs> that. Yeah, I'd like to see that debate between Biden and um, and Trump, because Biden yeah. Biden would, would would say something stupid anyway, because that's what he always does. He's he he'll come out with some stupid gaffe, and Trump will uh you know will come out with his exaggeration and puffery, and then they disagree with each other. And already Biden yeah. has already said, I'm, I I don't want to debate Trump. I just want to take him behind the uh, schoolhouse and beat his ass. You know. Yeah. Okay. See? Exactly, exactly. So I can see them getting into those things. <laughs> that would be funny, though. Uh, two old white men up there fighting. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like it'd, it'd be like the real version of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would that would be funny. All right. So that's that's, that's all I got on Omar. I just want y'all to open, you know, pay attention and, and don't stop falling for all this this puffery and stuff. That you know the media is throwing out there at you. You know when you hear sound bites, go and listen to the entire the entire interview first, uh, and then make a uh, uh, informed decision instead of listening to all these crazy sound bites that make you have you thinking one way when you should be thinking somewhere else. Well, we do know some of y'all are not gonna change the way you think, so hey, so be it. Millions right. are not going to change. That's the power of brainwashing, because again. Exactly. We as Americans, or uh, any native of any country, 
one thing that we don't want to believe is that our leaders, and uh, maybe it would be easier for, uh, for indigenous people to think and know that their dictators are not for them because they see poverty all around them. But in uh, republics like ours or democracies or in the, the Western industrialized world and other countries like Japan and uh, Russia and, um, and China, well, China's come a long way since it instituted its form of uh, capitalism. But where there are countries where people can actually vote, they're going to have a hard, hard time believing that their country, their representatives, no matter how strong the evidence is, that they'll believe that their countrymen who are in those positions of power would sell them down the river, would round them up, and would kill them just like Germany did. But it can happen, and it happened not only to Germany, it happened in Russia, it happened in Indonesia, Pol Pot. Um, it happened um, with, uh, I forget the other dictator's name, the that um, they were, you know, uh, oh, it happened in, in uh, Cuba, where Castro promised, you know, to free the people, and then what did he do? He became a Marxist dictator, you know. But people don't want to believe it. And that's what the, um, uh, the Mr. Smiths of their countries are counting on. You know, some people just don't want to believe that your father, your mother is a molester, you know. No, not my father yeah. was, a, was a guy that slapped me around or, you know, uh-huh. was uh, drunk. But no, he never molested me. He never molested my sister. And yet they know that the father did molest and the mother did molest the kids. But they right. don't believe it. So it's the same thing. Same thing. Okay. I, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that because I have, I have seen that before. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I do agree with you. Uh, oh Lord! Oh, excuse me. All right, so moving right along here. Real quick. Hey, you know what? We've had a conversation today without any maze or Miss Lady. Can I just say thank God? But uh, as soon as I say that, they'll be coming in. Uh, all right. uh, yeah. Let's see. I was about to say why. Why you want to say that now? Yeah, <laughs> because they listen. <laughs> they are listening. Uh, all right. So here's, oh, here's, yeah. a, here's, a, here's, yeah, here's an interesting thing right here. Georgetown students vote on Wembley if they pay a $20 fee for slavery reparations, which I, I found very interesting. Um, the school's undergraduates voted Thursday on the referendum, which would increase tuition by $27.20 per semester to create a fund benefiting descendants of the 272 slaves sold to pay off the Georgetown Jesuits' debt, a move that saved the university financially. Um, there's this one girl who is one of four students currently attending the university under an admissions policy that considers the descendants of the 272 slaves as legacy students. Now, here's the interesting thing about that. They're going to do I mean, $27.20 per semester, Create a fund benefiting descendants, okay? But they still haven't decided how they're going to do it. Well, I mean, what, what, what's going to happen? And is this going to be for every student per semester, or is it going to be for certain students? You know, this reparation thing, 
you know, a lot of people talk about reparations. You get, you have um, Cory Booker now. He's talking about reparations. You know, y'all know Cory Booker from New Jersey. He's running for president now. He talking about he's gonna bring a, a, a build up on you know for reparations and what have you. But little people know there's a a, a, a a senator. I think he's still in office that has brought it up for the last 10, 12 years and is always shot down about reparations just to start a conversation on it. You know, so Georgetown University said they're going to charge 2720. But is that enough? Is that enough? Or it, it, could we consider that just a start? You know, is that a start toward the right right way? Uh, you know, reparations, that, that, that's a word that's, that's has brought about a whole lot of arguments, especially in the black community, reparations. Because nobody really knows how to get it started, what it will be. And let's be honest, if you give a whole, I mean, honestly, honestly, how would you determine the descendants anyway? How, how would you determine the descendants? That means everybody will have to take, take a DNA test? Is that what that means? And see, mm-hmm. I'm leery of DNA. See, I'm I, I, DNA test anyway. So, well, yeah. I mean, really. I, I mean, I don't want my, I don't want any any information about me at all to be in, to be filed into any government database. But the fact that this is the first time I'm hearing of this of this particular reparations uh, is from you. But my initial thoughts on it are, if the government is not involved in this, I say, no problem. Let Georgetown, which is determined that it sold 272 slaves make Mm -hmm. up for its evil. Now, I don't like reparations in general because the way that it's generally spoken about, everybody in America has got to pay for the sins of people who are not even related to them. In other words, there were people who come here, let's say, in the 1900s. They had nothing to do with slavery. Why should they pay for uh, what people did before they even got here. I don't believe that's right, you know. Um, But this Georgetown, if they found out that specific people were sold as a... And Georgetown, I think, is a... um, um, I think it's a um, Catholic university, I believe. I'm not sure. But if they did... Huh? It may be. Go ahead. It may be. Go ahead. But if they are, then they went against their Christian morals. They should make up in some way for what they've done because selling another human being to another human being so that that human being which is being sold is now going to be shackled and whipped and and the women are going to be raped some kind of reparations is due them so if they're going to determine this they're doing it on their own it's doing it in a small way but at least they're trying to do something and they're doing it um, to uh, for the descendants of the slave so Oh, I, I see good in that, but to charge $27.20 per semester means that everybody has to come along. Now, every student has to pay a Georgetown tax. Um, I don't know if I like that because that's still then dipping into somebody else's pocket to pay for the expenses of what somebody else did, you know? So, I don't know. Right. But it could be. And, hmm. No, I was going to say, and the, 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 for your point, you know, there are some who oppose it 
expressed concerns as to where the money would be spent and how long they'd be on, you know, on the hook for paying it. Because some of them noted that they were working to support themselves and any additional costs, you know, it would just be a little bit too much for them. So yeah. once again, yeah, you know, so I, I think they're working it out. But I, it's a start, right? It's a start. It's more than it's, what others are doing. Yeah, and I and I believe in reparations overall, just not the overall way method of the way that most people want to do it. Because look, if you're if if you're in a particular any city in the United States, if you happen, let's say, um, hit a crack in the sidewalk, you fall down, and you bust your knee, you get a workman's comp, and if it's really bad. You can get um, reparations from the government. You can sue the government, and the government, will, you know, if you have a decent lawyer, you'll get um, a few hundred thousand, if not a million dollars or more, for the injuries that have happened to you. So if a, if right. one person can get um, a few million dollars, why can't right, a whole right, right. why can't a whole race? And um and you know, but again, to me, I I don't like. Um, even in lawsuits, if if juries are so free sometimes with money, giving the defendant um, or the plaintiff in a, in a civil case, uh, giving the plaintiff a few, you know like five million dollars. Well, if right. you give them five million dollars, that's still not coming out of your money. You know, nobody's money in the jury box. It's coming out of the money of the corporation. And you're, you know, you're giving somebody $5 million, which then is passed on by the corporation to consumers in the, in the, in the form of higher prices, you know. Right. And right. I believe people deserve reparations, but I don't, you know, sometimes, like, for example, there, there was a woman who was a talk show host on um, a syndicated radio show. Her name was Lisa. Uh-huh. Lisa. Okay. She, um, remember when Bill O'Reilly got caught up on those sex scandals um, a couple of years ago? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bill O'Reilly had to pay this woman $32 million for a sexual assault settlement. $32 freaking million. And I'm well. saying to myself, okay, that didn't come out of Bill O'Reilly's pocket. That came out of ABC or whatever uh, network he was working for. And I'm saying right. to myself, how how much of a sexual assault could it have been? Was it rape? Now and I don't. Um, I think the uh, the proceedings of the court and the uh, pertinent details are under seal. But I'm thinking to myself, and this may sound harsh, I'm thinking that bitch better have been raped twice to have gotten thirty two million dollars for some kind of sexual assault. That's taking it well, way way. Way well, more. Like I said, well, she better have been raped <laughs> twice. Well, I'm not gonna go that far. Well, well you know, you I know to, you uh, wouldn't, because <laughs> you know yeah. you have a uh, the white knight yeah, attitude well, to, towards. Yeah. Oh, oh, whatever. Anyway, yeah, yeah, what, whatever. You to, yeah, whatever. <laughs> what you have to understand is, you know, it depends. Oh yeah, that's the start of the Me Too movement. So yeah, anything getting caught up in the Me Too movement, you're gonna pay out to, out the butt. And I'm sure there's more stuff that we on the outside don't know about, you know, from testimony and stuff. So maybe he deserved it. I mean, you know. 32 million, Eric. 32 million. Okay. All right. 32 million. Hey, I don't know. Like I say, maybe it's. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. 32 million. Well, like you said, said, he he didn't have to pay it, though, right? 
Well, he didn't have to pay it, but it always comes out of somebody right. else's pocket to pay for okay. somebody else. And it, then at that yeah. expense it, is passed uh, along to the consumer. Well, yeah. We're paying higher yeah. higher prices for food because of lawsuits and because of the Federal Reserve and the government, inflation. Don't forget gas. Don't forget gas. Gas prices. Huh? <laughs> gas prices, don't yeah. Gas prices, yeah. Yeah, well, oil okay. prices. Yeah, we're doing it. Uh, if you take a look at the really? price of beef back in the 1930s, uh-huh. you know how much it cost? Something like five cents a pound. How much does it cost today? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. a pound. I'd say yeah, three dollars and some change a pound. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, that that that's that, that's the world we live in, Joe. That's the world we live in. Yeah, well, and that's we the world we live in, but we don't want to accept I mean, we, that world. But, Joe, but Joe, we created it. You know, I'm saying we as, you know, a, a We may have accepted it, but I didn't create it yeah. because I was brainwashed before I woke up and I said to myself, <laughs> holy jeez, look yeah. at what they're doing to me. But, the government. Well, in, that case, in that case, then you helped create it, there Because we all were brainwashed at the time. Let's oh, be honest. Yeah. I don't think nobody... And nobody woke up said, "Oh yeah," was born and said, "Oh yeah, you this is wrong, that wrong." No, we all at some point were brainwashed until we had that moment of of sanity. Like, oh wait a minute, mine just happened to be in a foreign country. I'm not gonna go any further than that right now. But okay, yeah, right. that's when uh, was, that, that that was the um, oh yeah moment. You know, that was I, your your yeah. aha moment, right? Yeah, when the light bulb went off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm sure all of us uh, have one of those eventually, hopefully, but uh, we'll see. I don't think all, all right, of us got... do. Uh, if all of us did, then we wouldn't have a corrupt Congress. Well, see, and that's the thing. Uh, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. That brings us back full circle. The corrupt Congress, and that's why they have problems with um, Cortez and Omar, because they, they're, they're speaking up on all that stuff, Not and plus bringing fresh ideas and thoughts to the Congress. Of course, first you have to get those individuals out like Pelosi and McConnell and all of them have been there forever, you know, being there being there twice and third three times over before any of it take effect. But we shall see. All right, child, we got a minute forty nine left in live air time. We will be going over just a little bit. So if okay, you're on the phone lines you can hang out with us. You can hang out with us. If Except, not, unless your um, name is Maze or Miss Lady. Ha ha, that's Joe, right. I Joe, said it. Joe. <laughs> Joe, I'm talking right now. I'm talking right now, Joe. Thank you. All right. Um, if you're in the chat room, you go ahead and um, get on the switchboard, 347-838-8622. But if you cannot, I understand you can always catch the rest of the show in the archives by going to www.ericlesstalk.com forward slash Mr. Talk. You can always shoot me an email at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. And I do appreciate your business, I mean, your, your following. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to um, God's Rainbow Ministries Presents Purpose Gospel Radio. It's on Tuesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time and Sunday at 5 p.m. Y'all check out the show. Uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. All right. So. With that being said, let me bring Joe back in, and we can continue this crazy, crazy conversation. All right. Talk to me, Joe. Now, what were you saying? Did, right. did, you, did you hear that, world? How my Internet buddy just shut me off like that, just like Congress and Omar just wants to shut down 
the truth. <laughs> no, okay. Um, yeah, well, is this the last words, Eric? No, not yet. Oh, okay. to be. No, because I, I, I want to tell some folks, um, I want to say something else here. Maze, I ain't messing with you right now. Hold on, Maze. Hold on, Maze. Oh, Miss Lady, whoever that is, I see y'all. I know y'all <laughs> trying to get, get that. Y'all have to wait. All right, <laughs> so if it. All right, y'all. I'm gonna put you put you in um. In a moment. All right, all right. So here's what we got. Uh, why are gas prices rising? I know everybody noticed lately the gas prices have been going up, and yes, it's hitting your pocket kind of here because I know it's been hitting mine. All right. So why why? Well, number one is spring coming up, which means it's springtime, so summer's coming up, and this is when a lot of the the, the oil refineries and things do maintenance uh, on their equipment. So you know, the gas prices go up and go up and go up. And then not to mention summertime where there's a lot of traveling. Memorial Day is coming up, and a lot of families do their traveling during the summertime. So, once again, that's another thing that's going to drive them up, up, up. Not to mention what's going on in Venezuela. See, this is another reason why you need to pay attention to what's really going on in the world. Because a lot of things that's going on over there affects us over here. Like with Venezuela, you know, the uh, unrest in, in Venezuela um uh, it's causing, you know, some major issues as well as far as oil and, and production and things like that. So that's another reason why a lot of gas prices are going up. But even with that said, um, even with that said, there's some ways you can help on your gas mileage. And I'm going to tell you, well, one is to keep your tires inflated. You know, and a lot of us will pay attention to tires to, to the little light come on. You know, the newer cars got that light come on, tell you you got a low tire pressure or whatever and then bam it comes on so yeah um drive more conservatively you know for you heavy foot individuals you know stop going 80 90 miles an hour you know if you do 75 you know i mean it saves you a little gas i ain't gonna say much gas but it saves you some um carpool to work see that wouldn't work for me because i, I have issues riding with other people so carpooling wouldn't work because i get in the car with somebody who drives you know 10 miles under the speed limit would drive me plumb loco, but that's another way. Um, here's another one. Buy a more fuel-efficient car. That's if you can afford it. And here's one. Take public transportation. That's if you, you know, you can stand riding on the bus that long. <laughs> and those are some of the ways you can save gas. But just remember that uh, expect gas prices to go up a little bit higher, all right? Um they say they may reach three, four dollars here sometime in the summer if things don't change. So remember, you heard it here. So check it out. Be careful. Be careful. All right. I guess um, whoever that was left. All right, Joe. We back. Um, any ideas? Any any um, um, ideas on how to save gas, Joe? No, you said them all. Um... Uh, people, if people are very, very tight. They should pay attention to what you said, and make sure that they follow those particular recommendations. Um, because four dollars a gas. I remember when I used to pay thirty-one cents for a gallon. Well, yeah, I remember twenty-five. So yeah, we in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, hey, a long ways from that now, but yeah, make sure y'all y'all pay attention and um, yeah, keep your cars tuned up as well. That that has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah, I forgot about that. Or, yeah, or just ride a bicycle. It's a nice day out, ride a bicycle. 
give you a little exercise. I know some of y'all are chunky. Y'all need to ride them bicycles. Anyway, so that just helps you. you know, I walk around. I don't ride the bike. I just walk from uh, here to there. and it's, it's, I usually spend about an hour a day walking. And it's not, that's not as good an exercise as doctors uh, would recommend to people. They say, well, if you walk around for an hour or two a day or so, you know, you're getting somewhat decent cardio. The other day, it was about a few months ago. And it was still like winter time, and I was coming home, and I was passing the the park in my um, in my neighborhood, and there was a guy who was playing ball all by himself. So I said, "Hey, you mind if I uh, shoot some hoops with you?" He said, "Yeah, no problem." I was there for about five minutes or seven minutes, here, right? And I'm shooting okay. hoops, and I'm doing layups, and I'm you know getting the ball, passing it to him. He's passing it to me. At the end of five or seven minutes, I was too pooped to pop. I was tired. I was like, I was almost as I was playing like a full a full court game because I hadn't played in such a long time. You know, the walking doesn't do anything. But playing hoops, yeah. I mean, I wasn't even playing hoops. I was just taking some shots. So, well, yeah. we all need exercise. That we do. We all need our exercise. I'm leaving it right there. I ain't going no further than we all need our exercise. Because as I said, there's a lot of chunky chunky out there, and um, you chunky need to, you know, hey, I'm not saying anything wrong with being chunky. Uh-uh, let me go on and say that. You know, because, you know, chunky, there's, there's, chunky is all right in some instances. But you know who you are if you need to drop some, okay? That's all I'm saying. Walking, see now, Joe, what Joe said, you know, Joe probably don't walk fast enough, but, you know, a brisk walk. You know, just well, a lot of steps that oh, help. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't but, do any speed walk. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, but you can't go out there, you know, walk, then come home and drink a 12-pack of uh, Budweiser either, though. That's just defeating the purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, I'm, not a, I'm yeah. not a beer drinker, so that's not a problem. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just saying, you know, or, or go to stop by McDonald's or Burger King on your way home because you done got hungry. That's defeating the purpose as well. So, but exercise is good. It doesn't matter. You walk, you know. Um, you do, you know, there's a lot of shows, uh, programs that come on where you can do exercises in your house, sitting in a chair, you know, buy little dumb weights, five, ten pound dumb weights, you know, work with those. Just be active some kind of way. Now, I wouldn't recommend getting those bands, man, because, see, I tried those bands one time, and when them things slip off your feet, they hurt like heck. I'm just yeah. going to tell you. Uh-huh. So I'm not recommending them bands. I'm sorry. You know, they, they, that's one part they don't tell you about. <laughs> they come off your feet, high, them things hurt. So, yeah. Hey, but you know what some of you can do? Jump rope. You got a garage. You got a backyard. So get a jump rope. Go out there and jump rope. Uh-huh. You used to do it as a kid. You still remember how to do it, right? Hey, that's some exercise right there. Uh-huh. That's what I say anyway. But anyway, that's it. <laughs> That's it. I just been running my mouth now. That is it. Oh my goodness. But you know, besides that, that's that's about all I got right now. Uh, we're gonna have to come back here Friday and do it again. Hopefully, my my co. I don't know. She 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 got a lot of appointments this week, so this may be me again. I don't know, but we'll see. But anyway, well, this, this kind of so- reminds me of uh, when you first started out. It was you and me for a couple of months or something like that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, I, I, hey, I ain't got no problem with it. I don't. We good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But go ahead. Give me some some last words, Joe. 
Well, uh, everybody who's listening, and yourself, and everybody and their families, look, we're in dangerous times, so everybody just be careful. Hope, just try to become aware. Do look at both sides of the situation, and if you find information that is contrary to what you have believed in all these years, try to take a look at it and see it. If it is the truth, absorb and assimilate the truth, even if it hurts, because it's better to hurt now than to die later of ignorance. So everybody, just be safe and peace out. All right, peace out to you too, Joe. Thank you, sir. As sure, always. you too. Enjoyed, enjoyed having you next to me today. Yeah, All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Sonya. Hey, we need to talk. I got an idea for a show. I, she know who I'm talking to, y'all. Don't worry about it. Um, and it's gonna be a good one too. All right, y'all. So that's gonna do it. I want to say thank you to everybody that called in and listened to us. Shout out to Sonya, hugs and kisses, uh, and of course to my man Joe. Uh, Maze, who got mad because I wouldn't bring her in. Uh, and everybody else that's listening, thank you. God's Rainbow Ministries, thank you for hanging out with me in the chat room today. And everybody I can't see, once again, thank you, love you, appreciate your support. It's been fun, man. It, it really has. Um, let's see, my last words. Joe basically took my last words. Look, stop falling for the okie doke. All right? Stop falling for the okie doke. No, there's always. Two to three sides of the story. Usually, I say it's three sides to the story. You know, one side, one side, then the truth. And if you pay attention to the both stories, you'll probably find the truth somewhere in the middle of there. But you have to actually try and find it first to find it, okay? It, it's just that simple. Then again, you know, I know some of y'all are not going to do it. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay. You know, walking around in the dark is walking around in the dark. No matter how you look at it. And if that's what you enjoy doing, that's what you enjoy doing. You know, I'm not trying to change your mind. <laughs> I'm just giving you another avenue to approach some things. But I'm not trying to change your mind. You know, because I can't do that. Only you can do that. Only you can make that change. Hey, that was a lyric in a song, wasn't it? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but honestly, uh, seriously, um, yeah. You know, just think about that, you know. Anytime something doesn't sound right, you know, look into it a little bit. It, does, it doesn't take much these days, just a little bit, you know, because a lot of times I look at this stuff, and it, it starts at looking at just a little bit, and then the next thing you know, it's a little bit more and a little bit more. And after a while, you're like, whoa, I be doggone. And we, we have a saying here on the show, follow the money. Because if you follow the money, the money will take you to the truth. Well, it's the same with, with, with prejudice, bias, racism, whatever. You know, follow the story, and the story will take you to where the truth is. That's if you really want to know what the truth is. All right, so that's going to do it for me, man. I do appreciate it. But before I say my last, my, my little last saying, um, Joe said something a couple of weeks ago about my, my end of show saying that I, I say every show, and you know, a lot of people, I don't know if people pay attention to it or not, but, you know, when Joe mentioned it, I thought, you know, maybe I need to explain it to them a little bit more um, so they will understand, you know, why I do the show and why do I say the ending like I do. Simple. You know, I started the show, the show as 
therapy. I, I really did as therapy to 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 help me deal with uh, my depression, to help me deal with with you know um, anxiety and things of that nature. That's why I started this show. Um, little did I know that you know what what Joe five six years seven years later I'll still be doing the show. I mean, and it has helped me so much, and I have learned, oh, man, I have learned so much from doing this show the last, last, and, you know, in fact, I think I'm coming up on my anniversary, actually, but I digress. Um, Yeah, but um, it has helped me so much. So that's why I developed my, my end of show saying, and, you know, it is, uh, it's something that helps me. Okay, it helps me. And you help me as well. Now, let me go and put this disclaimer out here so we can get a lid on this right now. For those out there, and you know who you are, you're going to try and use this against me. But I'm just going to say it like this, and I'm going to leave it at that. Don't poke the bear, Okay. That's all I'm saying. Don't poke the bear. But, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, because Joe said, I know, well, you know, me, me and Joe been together from dang near the beginning. So Joe knows a lot, and Joe's been with me for the show. That's why, you know, Joe actually is the co-host because he's the quote-unquote co-host without being the co-host. <laughs> but, hey, I love him to death. He He's straight up. He's forward, and, and we get along, and I like that. You know, so I do appreciate you, Joe. I really do. Um, but other than that, now since y'all have that that insight, here it is. Um, <laughs> now that I want to say it, I can't think of what I was gonna say. Oh my goodness! All right, here we go. Uh, just remember, keep smiling, because if you keep smiling, man, it, it, not only will they keep guessing if anything's wrong or wonder why you're smiling all the time. But it helps you feel better, okay? So keep smiling, show appreciation. It doesn't hurt to say thank you. It doesn't hurt to say please. You know, it, it doesn't. If somebody does anything nice for you, does anything for you, it doesn't hurt to show a little appreciation. Forgive with an open heart. Because you say I forgive you and you your heart is closed and dirty, hey, you're not really forgiving anybody. You're just doing word service. You know what I mean? But make sure you're forgiving yourself first. Because how can you forgive anybody else if you haven't forgiven yourself first for the things you've done that have made you feel guilty? And here's my favorite. Learn to laugh at yourself. Learn to laugh at yourself. Because you can laugh at yourself, man. Everything else seems, you know, minute. It really does. Because laughter solves a whole lot of problems if you just allow yourself to laugh at yourself. All right, so that's going to do it for me. I do, once again, appreciate you hanging out with me. I ain't talking to you no more, Joe. You're ruining the sensitive moment here. Hold on. All right, Joe, what you got? I just wanted to say those are wise words. Wise, wise words. And I hope everybody pays attention to them. Sorry to ruin the moment. (laughs) I'll see you Friday. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, so let's go do it. Um, hey, y'all have fun. I'm going to take you out of here with some, uh, I don't know. What am I going to take you out of here with today? Uh, I got it. I got it. Some delay, DJ Khaled. All I do is win, 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 win. 
because that's what I feel like today. All right, so y'all have a great week, and we see y'all back here Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. For my co-host, P. Ross, I am Mr. Talk, and thank you for listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. See you Friday. Have a good week, y'all. We out of here. And they say that, and they say yeah, and they say that. Cause all I do is sweep, sweep, sweep. And if you go in here, put your hands yeah. in the air, make them say that. Ludacris going in on the verse, cause I've never been defeated and I won't stop now. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making them my folks locked down. I never went nowhere, but they saying loot is back. Blame it on that conjure, the hood call it loot a yak. And I'm on this foolish track, so I spit my foolish flow. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.